I don't know what if if you were the manager. I, I, the question I would be asking if I was top right now would be: Do you want us to stay in the Premier League, or do you want us to go back down? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Fox's Blundercast. After a brief hiatus, the boys are back and ready to dive into the action. Join them as they dissect the past two nail-biting games against Watford and Sheffield Wednesday. In today's show, the crew peeks into the crystal ball, previewing the upcoming clash with Middlesbrough. But that's not all, get ready for a heated debate as they put on their hypothetical hats and discuss what moves they'd make if they were in Enzo's shoes this summer. Buckle up for all this and more on the Fox's Blundercast. Let the banter begin. So a big shout out to Two Foot for that epic introduction there, ladies and gentlemen. But now, folks, yes, buckle up and prepare yourself for the roller coaster of nonsense we proudly call the Foxy's Blundercast, or as sometimes we fondly refer it to as the FBC. Yes, this podcast is the exclusive hotspot for all things Leicester City Football Club, or also known as the Foxes. But hold on. But hold your horses. This ain't your grandma's podcast. No, this is where my coast and I unleash our own brand of wacky wisdom. And let me tell you, it is unique. Even unicorns are taking notes. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Yes, welcome to the uh, hilarity that is the Fox's Blundercast. Right, that's that bit over and done with. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you now need to brace yourself because it's that time. Yes, it is that time I introduce my co-presenter, a true legend. Yes, this is a man who thought he could outsmart a vending machine. Spoiler alert, he lost, but we'll, we'll leave that there. But fear not, because against all odds, he has finally found his way to the room where he records from the sofa. It's taken him so long to get here. Yes, he is here with us. So give it up for the snack savvy, the vending machine virtuoso, the man himself. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. D. (laughs) Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm well. How are you? Oh, I am peeved off. I got everything wrong in that, I tell you. Nobody should have known that was scripted. I was like, just, I practiced that a million times and it still come off like I was an AI bot going, reading it. And You've given away the secret now, haven't you? So oh, I always give it away. But anyway, how are you, sir? How's things? How's life? Yeah, it's it's good. Can't complain, uh, really. Yeah, up and down, up and down, like everyone's, I suppose. Now, what about so you? you having sex then? No. Well, <laughs> up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Oh, okay. You mean, you mean your, 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 oh, I get you. No, 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 I get you. We won't get that. Emotions it. more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <clears throat> As you can hear, this is one of the reasons why we've not been here for a few weeks is uh, the illness has hit. This is the fourth week of this cough. It's getting a little bit better for me. Um, only a little. So I may cough a long, a lot of the way through. I will try and be uh, away from the microphone, but it will be there. And I do apologise. And other things have happened as well. I've had some uh, family uh, uh, bad news and grievances. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the word I want to use, but it's not been a good time. But we're back here on the Foxes Broadcast, and we will we will make sure that we uh, try and do this as much as we possibly can. So, without further ado, let's get on. What have you been up to since we've been on? What, anything good? Anything uh, not really. I've been watching more football than I usually do. Um, just sticking on, yeah. watching a bit of the darts as well. We'll go back to the football. Yeah, You've not only been watching it like on the TV, but you've uh, you've been there live as well, haven't you? I have, yeah. Oh, they're mm-hmm. live, really? Yeah. <laughs> this... Oh. Yesterday or... Yesterday, yeah, yeah, yesterday. This week, if whenever you're listening to it. Well, let's put it this way, ladies and gentlemen. 
we have some big news coming and you've got to follow us on our social media which is very simple to find on facebook now all you need to do is search the foxes blundercast it should come up as a group on our twitter or x as it's called now just at foxes underscore bc same with our tiktok is exactly the same you can find us on those three social media sites (coughs) and if you do you will find out this saturday what our big news was now it wasn't meant to happen for dean last night but it actually did didn't it it did, yeah. <coughs> was it good? Don't tell anything else on that because we've got big, <laughs> we're going to do a big announcement on our, on our post. Though. It, it was amazing. Yeah. Really? How amazing was it? Yeah. By the way, that's not me. If you can hear a hissing noise, that's me just trying to get a drink because I've got a cough. <laughs> it was a top notch, really. Um, it was, top, it was good. When, did you, when, when have you ever used the word top notch? <laughs> just now. I think that's about the first time. <laughs> You know, know me too well. Like, I just pulled it out of the bag, Aaron's you know. Top notch, top notch. <laughs> there, yeah, bloody hell! I've gone from Dean down this. Oh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do oh, that man. posh impersonation too good. <laughs> you <laughs> got secret straight, <laughs> straight to the top. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, uh, yesterday, yes, yes. I was at this place. It was absolutely top notch. Spiffing, I tell you. <laughs> I'm waiting for that next week when when I actually again be like that. It's spiffing, yeah, yeah, bloody hell, God. <laughs> so it was good. Well, if you want to find out yeah. what actually happened, because somebody, getting with a D, who lost a fight with a vending machine and couldn't find his way from his sofa to the bedroom where he's recording, right, was supposed to do something so I could you know send a big post out on social media, but he didn't do it. So I've got to do it on Saturday. Um. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all the bad news. Let's give some good news. The Foxes Blunder versus Blunder game, which we've been doing. So this is where we're playing the Premier League Fantasy League Super 6. And we've got a game in which is called the Blunder... Blunder game, I think we we'll call it. Blunder game. Okay. <laughs> we just made that up. Just made that up right now. Um, and we p- kind of played it. We've been playing it all, 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 all season so far. And so far, I've been way behind. When we first started doing this in January, I was um, I was uh, basically um, uh, 93 points behind. Now I'm 47 points. So we're getting there. Okay, so let's just put it out there. In the FPL, I scored 67 points this week. You scored 57. Not bad. Mm-hmm. In the Super 6, now I've done this over the last couple of games that we've done. Uh, you've got 20 points. That's not bad. I think that's two two games, 20 points. Well, I've got a whopping 29. Yes. Nearly 10 points bigger. Nearly 10 points there. And then in the uh, in our game that we're playing, you've got 57. I've got 58. You caught up on the last game because you got the score right. Uh, but I managed to get a couple of subs on the pitch. So, Interesting. Yes. Yes. Right. Where was what I was going to do next? <laughs> oh, I completely forgot. Anyway, right. That's the that's the introduction. I told you we're going to be rusty today, aren't we? We're going to be really, 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 really rusty today. Anyway, right, rusty, what we're going to yeah. do? Going to quickly jump into the shooting the breeze. We've got a bit of bit of some news from Leicester Football Club, and this is a, a an old one that we've been doing. Uh, old one that we've been talking about, should I say. Um, Vardy. I heard on a podcast, it said, this guy said, if we got back into the Premier League, I think Vardy would still score goals. So the question I'm asking you right now, and I want your honest answer, should Leicester keep him for next season? Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. Why? 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 He's still got some left in the tank, you know. You see him running around, you know, on the on the pitch and stuff, and he's still scoring. Yes, granted, it is the Championship and it's a completely different league to the Premier League, but he's still going to score. And he's he's just that different option to have on the bench to to you know get into the to the opposition. You can start him and uh, bring him off, bring someone fresh on, or, or bring him on as a sub, an impact sub. He'll still go score goals, and he's he's Enzo Mresca has said it himself. He's still got the energy to to play for. I think it was said a few few more years. And Jamie Vardy said he feels fit and healthy. So why not? 
he might he might have to go on a lower wage, but I think he'll accept that he's getting old, and I'm, as you I'm, as you do get old, he go on a lower wage. I'm going to give you the reason why not because I'm going to say no. Okay. He's going to take up a place that shouldn't be taken up. Okay, so 2022-2023 Premier League season for Leicester City Football Club. Played 37 games that season, did they? Oh, little Vardy. How many goals do you think he scored? Uh, I have no idea. What would you think? Just give me a guess, come on. Uh, how many games did he play? 37. And this was what season, sorry? The last season you were in the Premier League. So the relegation one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, 10? Three. Three goals. That's not point not eight goals per game. I'll say that again. Not point not eight goals per game. <coughs> okay. Not great weren't, comeback. Weren't not most of them comeback. substitute appearances. Doesn't matter. He's a striker. What's he paid for? Okay. But he paid thirty seven games. Championship this season, 2023-2024, played 21 games. We're not including last night's game, by the way. Just want to point that out. We're not including last night's game. Okay? So he's played 21 games. How many goals do you think he scored so far? It's about eight. Dead on, eight. Yeah. Which is a rating of 0.3. Now, if Fardy's got the skill that he should be, then surely he'd be scoring more goals in the championship than again, than he is, than he was in the Premier League. But he's not, you know, which he's doing. But he should be scoring more goals than what he's actually scoring. Eight, eight goals come up. It doesn't, no. He had four touches. <laughs> Jeez, me, that came on. Like okay. Yeah, wow. Look. Yesterday, it was reported that he had four touches, right? Three of those were offside and one was his goal. Superb. It was a good goal. I will admit that. We'll come to that in a moment. However, is that a good comeback? Oh yeah, because he scored. He scored the goal. And and if if you've you've just said what what a striker's paid for or to score goals, and he scored one. Yeah, one, one. Yeah, uh, Fatou also scored one. Yeah, and he's a he's he's classed as a midfielder. He's a wide player. His job is to get the assist. He's got more goals than Vardy. I just don't. I just think Vardy's right, our top goal scorer now. And his contract's at end of the season is is up, right? Just go, just Vardy. You, if you get back in the Premier League, it, it it's like an old manager coming back to be a manager of a team or a player that's been great coming back, like a Ronaldo. It's just not going to work, and you are going to look really silly. No, and, I don't think he's not going to play every game. He's not played every game in this Championship season. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll be a bit player because of his age, and if 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 um, we are in a, a relegation dogfight or anything, which could happen because we, we'll be newly promoting and things, we're going to need gonna a fresh goals. team for no, but we're going to need a, a fresh team for for cup matches and things like that um, yeah, to mix it up a bit. Plus, it's competition. You're taking up a position of somebody that can do something. You know what I mean? It, 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 I just don't get it. I mean, for me, Cannon's doing better. I mean, this, I mean, look at Dakar, right? At the start of the season, where you, you honestly have to tell me now, at the start of this season, did you think Dakar was going to be any good in this league? No, but he isn't. What do you mean? Every I single mean, goal has been a tap-in or a, a penalty. You're not going to get them chances in the Premier League. You have to work for it in the Premier League. Say what? And you think Vardy's going to get more goals in the Premier League that are worldies and and take people on? No, not worldies, but, but goals that are not tappings. For example, in this yesterday. in this league, in this league, right? If we if we go back to the Garanica era, right? In that period, Garanica got the same type of goals. Dakers, zero point seven goals per game. He's got seven goals in ten games. And this was again. I think this was done just after the Watford game. I think it was. Maybe maybe he's got eight in eleven. Maybe I'm not hundred percent sure, but he's definitely got zero point seven goals per game. That's that's yeah. that's that's five higher than Vardy, and he's had less games. You know, he's he's had eleven less games, and he's doing much better. I think if even if even Vardy, 
retire. Let's give you a legacy. You you were the greatest striker in the Premier League. I'm going to say that now. You were the greatest. Now's the time to just go. I'm going to enjoy that. Go to America. Go to, I don't know, anywhere else and, and, and go and see what you can do there. That's brilliant. But not in the Premier League. I just think it's just going to spoil what is a fantastic history that you've got. How will it spoil it, though? Because, it, because again, if he's on the pitch and he's not scoring, he, say, he goes, say he plays 20 games and he scores no goals, no assists, and he's just lacking in it. That's what people are going to remember. No, I'll you remember the, the Premier League winning Vardy. What he did for people, us in that season, what he did for us before people, that. There'll, there'll be people wanting him gone. And, he'll, and if he gets relegated again, does he want that on his record? No. Well, he'll get, stay with get, us and get us back up. Again, so you, you're going to take, you're going to give him for another two years. You're living in, you, you, you're living on borrowed memories. He's not a good player now. He's an okay player. He's better than I'll ever will be, and that's that's for sure. But he's not what Leicester need. Leicester need a fresh start. Get rid. Get rid. No, I'll keep him and uh, get rid of Daka. Keep Cannon, and um, can't believe I'm saying this, but get rid of Nacho. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more on that one, but we'll talk about that later on because that is in our what would you do if you were Enzo this summer? That is a big question. There's some real tough questions coming up in that. What would you do? And that is coming at the end of the show. Right, we're going to take a quick break, break, and then we're going to come back to the wonderful question, Dean. So what happened? You're listening to the Foxes Blundercast. Right, welcome back to the FBC. Yes, we are here, ladies and gentlemen, which has been a while. Pretty much because Dean couldn't find his way from the sofa to the room. He kept getting lost. He kept ending up in the toilet. That's the reason why he couldn't do it. But we are here. We are literally here. Remember, if you want to get involved, it's dead, dead simple. All you got to do is find us on Facebook. Just search for the Foxes Blundercast or on Twitter, which is now called X. You just search at underscore BC or on our TikTok, which is also at Foxes underscore BC. Dead simple to find us. The, uh, the TikToks are blowing up. I'm doing some good stuff on there. I'm taking the mickey out of Leeds United for Leicester on that one. Go and have a look at it if, you, uh, if you're interested. Right. So... 10th of February, 20,597 people at Vicarage Road for a 3pm kickoff where Leicester took on Watford. So, Dean, what happened? Well, the Foxes took the venomous sting away from the Hornets. How long has that taken you to think of that? (laughs) Just now, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quicker than I used to be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been working on that for days. I can feel it. Go on. So what? Yeah. So yeah. Ended two one to um, Leicester City. Opening the scoring was Dakru with a penalty on the eleventh minute. Then Ricardo Pereira doubled on fifty five minutes, and then Emmanuel Dennis scored on sixty three minutes to make it a nervy end for the game. But Leicester City held out and got the victory. You can't. Don't call him Emmanuel. Just call him Dennis. Just Dennis. Dennis. Yeah, just Dennis from Watford. 63 minutes. Yes, Dennis. Yeah. I saw, if I was the um, announcer, that's how I'd announce him. And scoring for Watford on the 63rd minute. Dennis. That's it. <laughs> Could be a crowd channel and all, isn't it? Dennis. Yeah. I mean, the other interesting factor about the, the game was 52% of uh, ball possession for Leicester, 48 for Watford. Um, 447 passes for Watford, 510. One of the lowest that Leicester have had uh, passing scene there. Shots, this is a really interesting fact, okay? 13 shots by Watford and only six by Leicester, right? Shots on target were three and three. So if you think about it, Leicester had three shots on target. Two of them they scored and one of them was a penalty, which I don't know if they counted as a shot on target, right? And then they missed one. And then the other ones were blocked. So half of them were blocked, half of them were on target. Yeah. Interesting fact that they're, 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 they're not controlling the possession like they used to. They're not shooting as much as they should be, but they're still winning. Crazy. What do you think to the game anyway? Uh, it was a nervy end, definitely. Um, I think Leicester controlled the ball, um, the, the play. And then Watford just... After they scored that, they made a few substitutions and then they were sort of controlling the game and um, 
Dennis scored it and then it just made for a nervy ending, but Leicester managed to, to see it out, out um, luckily. Yeah, and again, I, I, again, there's something that I've noticed over the last couple of games with Leicester, I mean, we're not going to include Stoke in this, is that the second half, they're kind of like going, well, I'm leaving. What's going on in your house? Who's moving in? I think he's gone, ladies and gentlemen. I think somebody's mugged I think somebody mugged him. <laughs> what happened Unless there? I was about my laptop. I had to plug it in. It, 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 the screen went blank. <coughs> you nearly this did lose me for the plug it this in. This is definitely the biggest blunder cast ever. I'm going to try and cut that out. If not, people are going to hear me say, I'm going to try and cut that out. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'll be like, what? <laughs> what, yeah, what? what out? Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, don't make me laugh with a cough. Right, I was uh, as I was saying, we're not including the the um, Stoke game in this, but Leicester seemingly get the goals early right now, and then they're kind of like switching off a little bit, and they're just going, well, you know, we've got the goals, we'll just try and tippy tap it around. But teams are coming on to them a little bit more, and it's just kind of a bit more nervy at the moment, and I'm not sure why. One of the interesting things, though, I do think was great was. Um, that uh, Nelson got his first start in this game. He did, yeah, because um, of the injured Vestergaard. But you've got you've got Cody there. You've got Doyle and it's also really I, I believe it? Suter was back from the the Afcon as well. So yeah, it's very interesting that Nelson got the nod uh, ahead of them players. By the way, it was the Asian one for for Suter. He wasn't in Afcon. He was in Australia, which is the Asian one. Ah, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a blunder cast. We're going to get things wrong. Um, but yes, you know, it is, it's a very telling thing right now that we brought in Cody, right? And he's not really done anything, has he? If you think about it, he was supposed to be, everybody was so excited about bringing Cody in because he was like this almighty great player. And we've not really seen him. His injury at the start of the season has kind of messed everything up. Yeah, I think he was he was brought in to be sort of a starter, and then his injury, and then uh, Enzo sort of took a like liking to to Vestergaard and and stuck with him, and he's done oh, well. Yeah. But Cody hasn't really had the chance to to show really what what he's made of. I mean, you can have one game here, one game there, but you need a consistent run sometimes. But it's and, yeah, but, 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 but forget that. What does he see in training? That's what we're looking at here. Because yeah. if he's putting in somebody like Nielsen before a suitor, a Cody, and a Doyle, okay, right? There's something that's not fundamentally working there in training because he's not seeing something that's filling in with confidence. But he is seeing something that's filling in confidence with Nielsen. Now Nielsen is a great player. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but to me, when you bring in somebody like Cody on a on a quite a big wage and with a really good, you know, background and he's still not making it in the championship. There's something not right there. And that, that for me, it speaks volumes. And again, it, it's like when you look at like, you know, all the players that you've got, Yanis is playing really well. Why are they not playing him? What's, what's not going right for him in training? Because when he's coming on games, he's doing, he's doing everything right, but just something's not clicking in, in the training sessions for him to be picked. And well, that maybe is, is, is concerning. I mean, I think this is why um, Luke Thomas has gone. Maybe he's just not uh, an Enzo player. Maybe he doesn't play the way Enzo wants him to. No, but the scary, the scary thing was, Cassidy was. And I thought he was the worst player that Leicester have had this season. The, yeah, um, I think that as well. But Chelsea Chelsea recalled him, didn't they? So, but For what reason? I haven't seen him. He was on the bench um, a few games back. Didn't didn't get an appearance though against Crystal Palace. It was um, didn't get an appearance. Um, but but yeah, there must have been some there. The why Chelsea have recalled him because uh, yeah, he wasn't really firing on all cylinders in the Championship. No, 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 he wasn't. Very, 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 very interesting. It was also interesting that uh, the people who gave the man of the match was uh, for Sofa Score, which is what we use for our stats and stuff here. They gave it to Fatu. I actually give my man of the match to Mads. I thought he was a good goalkeeper in that one. And when you go on to Google, they kind of give you their man of the match. And they said it was Dakar. Who do you give your man of the match to in this? Uh, I'd say Fataru as well, again. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was just well. quality, yeah. 
Okay, what would you give the match rating? I'd give it a seven for Leicester on this one. Not a fantastic rating. But what, our performance know. or...? Yeah, on the game. Just the whole game. Yeah, I would say seven as well. Yeah, not too bad yeah. there. Not too bad. That's the Watford game done and dusted. But there was another one on the 13th of February. 31,550 people down at the King Power for a 7.45 kickoff. Saw Sheffield Wednesday come and try and defeat Leicester City. So, Dean... What happened? Well, they they came, but they failed. The the owls couldn't take flight against the um, oh grounded God. foxes after the Leicester City won two now. Again, started? one made up the top of my head. Can't we tell? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Anyway, so was it a good game? Uh, it was a good game. Again, like like you've just said uh, with the Watford game. Leicester City, uh, the score, and then they take the foot off the gas. I mean, it was a game of two halves. In the first half, Leicester City were, were, were great. They looked top of the table team. Sheffield Wednesday looked like they were at the bottom. You could easily, if an alien came down, you could easily, easily tell which team was what. And then second half, Sheffield United were really trying. And, and Leicester City, they it's not like they weren't trying, but they, they were more patient and... If I had the chance to goal, they would rather pass it around than than have the chance on goal. It was that kind of game. It was it was strange. It, um, and the second half was very very scrappy as well. But Sheffield Wednesday had lots of um, corners in that in that second half. Um, match stats uh, seven corners they had, and I think all they were in the second half. Um, but they, they were really they were really going for it in the in the second half and um, caused Leicester City some problems. But the thing is, Sheffield Wednesday they haven't got that big. They haven't got a goal scorer up front, and it's shown that because they were struggling with the end product. Uh, the corners just came to nothing. Leicester City defended them well and headed them out for another corner or headed them away from the from the goal. And then um, yeah, we were just. Tried to catch him on the break, but instead just played it patiently around the back and saying, get the ball off me, which is okay. But I like to see him go for another, go for a third. See, when I, I kind of watched it on the uh, TV last night and I just didn't see what I would believe is a confident Leicester. Um, and I just saw them. Vestergaard at the back seemed very sloppy. There was a lot of errors by him. His long legs got him out of a lot of issues. <laughs> um, you know, there was there was a, there was a, a bit where um, Ricardo and him both went to block a shot. It ricocheted off Ricardo, then uh, Vestergaard, and it fell for the uh, Wednesday player inside the sixty, uh, sorry, the eighteen yard box, and. He tried to curl it through, and, and Mads made a really decent save. Um, you know, it it was at the perfect height for him, but he made it look really good, obviously, with his, his, his fine acrobatics. But there was things like this that were happening quite early on that Leicester just seemed like they weren't really focusing their attentions on communications in that back four, but they got the job done. They got, you know, they were lucky because, again, as you're saying, Sheffield Wednesday did look like a, a bottom half of the team, a table team. They They didn't seem to flow as well as Leicester did. Uh, Leicester flowed well, but not great, you know. Um, and this is where you can tell this is they're, they're going to be, you know, championship winning team. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, because even though they're not playing really well, they're getting the results. They're getting clean sheets. Definitely. So um, who would you give your man a match to? <coughs> it's, it's a tough one. Well, Mavadili was was excellent in the first half, I think, but not so much in the second half. And he, he got, uh, I think he got take, taken off, didn't he, um, in the second half for uh, Casey McAteer. No, that was for Taru. Similar haircut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he was, wasn't very good in the second half. But uh, I think a player who was consistently good all game was um, Dewsbury Hall. Um, he's a real, real star of, of of the team. Also, I think uh, another player who did really well was Dennis Pratt. But uh, man and match, Dewsbury Hall. Dewsbury Hall, okay. I have to give it to Fatu again. I know he got taken off, but for me, Fatu really kind of like makes that team tick a lot more. As soon as he comes off, it everything seems to slow down. Everything seems to start going round and they kind of hold the ball up. Maybe that's the tactic. 
But as soon as he gets the ball, I'm filled with excitement. I'm filled with this, like, something could happen and normally does. And I just love his, you know, positivity going forward, the way that he wants to take on players, the way that he wants to attack that, the space, the way that he... To me, he is your best player. Him and Mad- uh, Madavidi, he, you, those two for me are just just great players. And and I think, you know, you'll be silly not to try and sign him in the summer. And I'm hoping there's a clause that says if he plays 10 games, 20 games, whatever, you have to buy him. Uh, but if not, then he's going to go back to uh, Portugal uh, and Sporting and he's going to set that place on fire because he's going to be awesome. But I really hope that he wants to to play for you. Interesting fact, so 67% for Leicester, 33 for Sheffield. 703 passes uh, to Leicester, 345. It just shows that they, as you said, they second half, they got the points and they were like, what's the, what's the, what's the point right now? Let's just pass it around. You know, in two games, Leicester have, you know, passed it 1,213 times. Wow. And I bet you 50% of that was with, with Vestergaard touching the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, shots 10 by Leicester, 13 by uh, Sheffield Wednesday, only three on target, seven off target for Leicester. That's, that's, and again, this is what we're saying. They're, they're, they've got these, you know, Vardy started. Yes, he scored. But only three on target? Really? For a player that you want in the Premier League? He can't do it against the bottom of the table team in the Championship. He isn't going to do it with the bottom of the table in the Premier League. I'm sorry. It just shouldn't be there. Uh, and four on target for Sheffield. Wednesday, I give the game a 5.5 out of 10. What about yourself? Um, six. 6.5. Oh, 6.5. He changed yeah. it at the end. Mm. So again, you know, the last two performances, Watford and the Sheffield Wednesday, haven't been Leicester's, you know, biggest victories uh, or best performances, but they got through it. And I think the interesting fact is, I think I heard this today. <coughs> Leicester only need five more wins, and guess what? They're promoted. Yeah. Uh- <coughs> I think it's not confirmed, but I'm, I'm guessing they're almost kind of confirmed for the for the playoffs, surely, um, by now, because there is a 10-point gap between um, uh, fourth and fifth, and the team in, in sixth, uh, Sunderland, um, on 47, we're on 75. So surely we're going to, to at least playoffs, but we're not looking for that. If you, if you think we're looking to be promoted think... automatically. If you think there's more than 10 games to go and 10 games is 30 points, okay? So you're probably looking at what? With 32 games, it's 46 games to be played. So there's mathematics here, 16 games to go. So what you're looking at is 46 points left. If that's my mathematics. This is a blooming cast, by the way. It's not 46 points, (laughs) is it? It's... uh, uh, 48 points left, sorry. So, six feet are 18. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, six feet are 18. Um, so basically, you know, it would be, um, yeah, 40, 48 points left. So, they've still, if they didn't win any, if they don't win any more games, then pretty much. But I think the next, if they get 15 points out of that, there is a chance that they could be promoted. And that's what I heard today. I'm not saying it's true, but that's what I heard. Yeah, it's looking more and more promising. It is looking very, very, very promising. Right, we're going to take another quick break here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the up-and-coming match this Saturday, which is tomorrow, because this goes out on Friday. So this is uh, yeah, t- uh, 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 tomorrow on Saturday when they will be hosting Middlesbrough. Find out what me and Dean think and what our scores are going to be. You're listening to the Foxes Blumcast. Welcome back to the Foxes Blundercast. You're listening to me, Mega Fat, aka Matt, and him, Mega Thick, aka Mr. D, Mr. G A, the man who can't find his way from the sofa to a room, the vending sheen versoroso. I mean he's got many names. Many, many. I got names. my Mars bar in the end. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was and the battered? kettle was in the way of the of the bedroom, so uh, I made myself a cuppa. Cuppa on the way. 
you you yeah. had supplies. That's perfect. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us here on the FBC. I know it's been a bit of a slog, this one. We are a little bit rusty. Lots of things are going on. But we have made it through to very close to the end. And we just want to talk about this weekend. Yes, the 17th of February, tomorrow, because this is out on Friday, when Middlesbrough will travel all the way down to the King Power Stadium, where they will take on Leicester City in front of roughly about 31,000 people. This is going to be a doozy of a game. Now, I want to get in there before Dean because I'm going to say this. This is going to be a really tough game for Leicester because Middlesbrough seem to have their number. They've got a great manager in Carrot, and they are a tough team. They are looking for promotion. They are looking to get back into the Premier League. And I feel they will be one of the teams that will do will get into the playoff spots. Okay? It's going to be that type of season. So this is good. This, this needs to be a win for them. Leicester are coming off two not so great games against Watford and uh, Sheffield Wednesday. And it'll be interesting to see what team he's played because he's played a pretty strong team in both of those. So who is he going to play in this one? We will find out Saturday morning when we put it out on our TikTok and our uh, fate and our Twitter, should I say, when we show you what we think is going to happen. So we give us a bit of time. But I think this is going to be a really tough game for Leicester. A really tough game. What about you, Dean? What do you think? I think, I think it'll be... Um... Uh, yeah, tough game. Um, like I said, Mark, Michael Carrick's a um, good manager in there. Any team from from the, the playoff positions to about down to 14th can, can make the playoffs and uh, Middlesbrough only just a few points off the playoff positions. So they've got everything to play for and Leicester City obviously want to get the job done sooner rather than later so they need the three points. Uh, Middlesbrough have got some cracking players. They've got Luke Thomas. They've got uh, Luke Aileen, Housen. So there's some good as is. Um, they've, got, they've got some great players in there. So it won't be um, easy for Leicester. Is it the King Power? So we've got the home fans um, with us. But they need to um, play a bit better than they did against Sheffield Wednesday to win this one. Oh, massively they need to play. And it's going to be interesting to see who they start. I mean, for me, this the, the, the key starter will be Dakar at front. I think they're going to use his pace and use his um, his uh, ability to get those tap-ins, as you're saying, to give Miserable something to think about. And I think he, he'll be up there with that. I think also that, for me, you know, they've got... They'll, they'll keep Dujby Hall in. Can he keep going on this, you know, keep playing every single game? He's got to, to keep him going. Uh, but it's the defence that I think is going to be a struggle uh, to pick. Uh, right now, Vestergaard not in the greatest of form, coming off a really poor performance in his eyes or in his standard, should I say, uh, in the back. Are they going to keep him in there? Fads isn't doing too bad. Nice ball over the top there for Vardy to get his goal. You know, and again, to me, if you look, they're playing the tippy tappy football, but most of the goals have been scored from you know long balls or balls over the top. You know, catching the teams out, and I like that idea. I like teams not being aware that they can do that, but I don't think that's going to happen against Middlesbrough. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree. I think it's going to be a very tough game. Middlesbrough are going to need to do it. And that's the reason why right now, my first choice, my first score prediction is going to be a 1-0 loss to Leicester. It's going to be 1-0 to Middlesbrough. What about yourself? I'm going for a 1-1 draw. Ooh, a 1-1 draw. Interesting. You can change that, but you will score less on the predictions. But yeah. That's what I think. I think I think yeah. Middlesbrough for me are, are Leicester's bogey team. I think Carrot's got Enzo's number, um, but it will be an interesting, interesting one. Yeah, be a good game for sure, though. Oh, for the neutral, it's going to be great. And uh, I'm down there at the King Power. Very, very interesting. You'll find out why if you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or uh, TikTok. So you'll find out on those days why I'm down there. It's a very interesting fact, and hopefully it will help improve the blundercasts 100%. And improve Leicester. Right. You'll be a lucky charm. <coughs> I used to be. Remember when we did it for Radio Fox? Used to be down there <laughs> yeah. for Radio Fox. We used to be yeah. a lucky charm. Anyway, on that note, we're going to move on. We're going to go for another very quick break. And when we come back, we've got our final section, which is what would you do if... And we're going to talk about what would we do if we were Enzo. You're listening to the Fox's Blundercast. Right, we've made it to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's nearly the end, but we have a really tough question to ask. I'm going to let Dean go first on this one, but I'm going to give him some information. 
Are you ready, Mr. Mm-hmm. Dean? Yeah. What would you do if you were Enzo this summer and you had just been promoted to the Premier League? Before you answer that, Na- uh, Ndidi, Nacho, Doyle, Fatu, Pratt, Yunis, Vestergaard, Vardy, Albrighton are all out of contract at the end of this season. All of them? All of them are out of contract. So obviously Doyle, Fatu, Yunis are all finished on their loans. Okay? So their loans are done. Vestergaard, Vardy, Albrighton and Didi, Nacho are the ones that are also out of contract at the end of this season. No contracts have been announced at the moment. Okay. Also, just to put into your mind, Ward and McAteer's contract end at 24-25 season. So at the end of next season, their contract are up as well. Yeah. Mr. Dean, with knowing all that facts, what would you do if you were Enzo this summer going back into the Premier League? I'll give Pratt another contract. Um, extend that. I wouldn't give Doyle one. I'll send him back to uh, Man City. Um, the first thing, though, I would do, this all depends on financial fair play and that kind of thing, is is uh, try and get Fataru. Just try and try and secure that. That's the first thing I'll try and do, um, priority. Um, I'd probably let, let um, Iheanacho go on a free. Um, I'll probably secure Brighton for at least another season. Um, Vestergaard, it's hard, isn't it? Because he would have helped us up, but I don't think he's going to be any good in the Premiership. Um, Eunice Atgun, I think he's he's improving. He's got something in him. Um, I like him, so I'll, I'll give him a contract as well. Um, who else is there? Um, you said as out of contract. Uh, so you've got Vardy's out of contract, Vestergaard, Eunice, Pratt, Fatu, Doyle, Nacho, and Didi and Albrighton. And Didi definitely uh, another contract. He's been great this season. He's a bit in injury prone, but he's good when he's in there. Um, and I'd offer Jamie Vardy one as well. Um, and if any any teams come in for, for Dakar, except if any teams come in for... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other players just um, for for Ward, for example, so you know, get rid of players except... that are young, fit, able to score goals, and keep a man who's going to be using crutches to 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 do it. I, I, yeah, okay. You need a mixture. I'm I'm, I'm not selling yeah, Cannon. Wait, wait, wait. He's young you and fit. Said, yeah, but you've got Cannon and Vardy, and you're gonna Nacho's. You're getting rid of because he's end of his contract. Dakar, if somebody comes in, yeah, yeah I would sign another striker. There you go. You'd have to sign another. Oh, God, sorry, sorry. It's your, <laughs> this is what you would do. This is what you would do. Not me, not me. I'll come yeah. into mine in a minute. Come on. Tell me when you finish. I'd, I'd sign another striker. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just if, if any team's coming for, for, for Danny Ward, um, let him go. Um, I'll keep Casey McAteer. Um, possibly Everson as well. If any team's coming for Everson, let him go. Um and probably probably bring a youth team goalkeeper up. We've we've got Mads. Uh, Stolarchic is a, is a great second one, but sometimes you just need a third just in case in case Mads gets injured and then you need someone on the bench. Probably bring up a, a youth team um, goalkeeper or, or buy a veteran. Uh, but if keeper. you bring up a youth team goalkeeper, like you said at the start of last season, we've got to send him out on loan so he gets the game time, and then you can bring in. I know who we can sign. Yes, I do as well. <laughs> we can, who Gaspar. are you going to sign he's a veteran now isn't he he can oh stay on the bench God, he doesn't need to play <laughs> I don't think it was what he was thinking was it nope, nope. who was that then nope. the guy who just retired what's his name he used to play for Leicester what was his name Smithies Smithies we can, buy, we can hire him again it'd be great because he'll keep us in the Premier League Sorry, I'm just, I'm just being facetious because <laughs> what you said last year. Anyway, is that what you do? Is that what we do? Um, I think so, yeah. And then, then there'll be some other players to buy as well, sort of like the, the Cassidy, uh, not Cassidy, but 
obviously we had we had another midfielder, so Cassidy. Because um, I don't think Charity will, will will stay around, and they'll try and get rid of him. Um, and possibly, you know, I won't keep Doyle. I'll probably keep Cody, and and he can be a good coach to to young Nelson. And obviously the suitor as well, who, who I think is is very useful. And uh, yeah, I'll keep him. Okay. You sound a good? bit um, no, 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 shocked. No. I, 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 I am. I, I, I don't know what if if you were the manager. I, the question I would be asking if I was top right now would be: Do you want us to stay in the Premier League, or do you want us to go back down? Because it sounds like you want us to go back down. Well, there'd be players to sign, wouldn't there? Yeah. But, but, so. We've got a lot to do, boys. This is what we're going to do. This is exactly what we're going to do. First off, Ward, right? You end the contracts next season, and we're just going to pay you off, sod off, get off my books now, go. Because you're not going to get a game. You're not Premiership. Tata, TTFN, go, 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 go. Because you've got to think, Everson's going to come back on from his loan from Stoke. So he could be the third choice goalkeeper around then, okay? Maybe not the greatest, but better than Ward, Okay. But we're going to have those two. I would then, I would then go straight to McAteer, get him to sign on to a nice contract straight away. And the same with Mads uh, and Kieran Dewsbury Hall. I'd get them to start looking at nice big contracts to keep them in in here and a nice big. If somebody comes in, they've got to pay X amount of money for you. That's how I would start it straight away. First, yeah. I would then also try at this season right now to try and sign Ndidi, keep him on a contract, keep him at the club, done. Nacho, I'd be literally packing his bags for him, moving him house, wherever he wants to go. I will get him on a plane anywhere as long as he's not in Leicester. Doyle, and then he'll be a top goal scorer somewhere. <laughs> like I can buy. <laughs> in South Korea with um, Lingard. Be fantastic. Um Doyle, I'll wave him off. I'll shake his hand and say thanks for nothing. Fatu, I will literally go over and I will buy. I will do everything I possibly can to keep this guy. I will, I will, I will try every trick in the book. He has to stay. He has to be in the Premier League with Leicester. Uh, with uh, Atgun, I'd probably do the same, but because I'm Enzo, I probably won't happen. But I, uh, you know, I'm Enzo, so I want him to stay. Um, Vestergaard, bye bye, Tata. You've done well this season, but only in the championship. Vardy, thanks for your services. If you want to stay as a coach, it'd be great, but otherwise, you can do what you want. Or Brighton, go off and do whatever you need to do. So that's those people sorted out. I would then start to rebuild from the back. I'm looking at Mads being somebody that we want to work around. Look at how he comes out of his box. Who's going to be, who can he pass it to? How can he, you know, make that team great? Look at nice defenders that are going to complement his part. Go into the midfield, look at how Winks has been playing because I don't think he's going to be great in the Premier League, but he'll be a nice player. Kieran Jewsby Hall, that season's going to be really big for him. So we're going to need to bring somebody in that's going to compliment him, give him the freedom of what he does best. Let him go roaming, let him go to go and get the ball, take it away, bring it around, give him somebody, but also somebody that can replace him when he's got either injured or he's a bit tired, give him a rest. So I'd go and replace him there. I will completely start fresh with my whole strike force. I've got Cannon. Not finished article yet, but I think he will be. I've got Daka, which I'm probably going to keep this season um, just to see how he does because we're going to give him his confidence right now. He's got some pace. Can he bring that into the Premier League with the Enzo way? If not, he's gone in the January, but if right now, he's staying. Bring in three strikers. Bring in three strikers and go, right, what can we do? Now, these could be young strikers. They could be do it. They could be whatever. I'm starting to build a team. Give McAteer something. Give... um, uh, Martial, you know, give them more game time at the end of this season when you've already clinched it to build them up for next season. Start bringing in people like Nielsen. You know, these are the teams that are going to start. <coughs> start looking at people who can complement everybody else out there, the Justins or your Ricardos. Get them on bigger contract. It is going to be a huge season for Leicester City Football Club in the transfer window because you're going to lose a lot of players, but you're going to bring in a lot of players. There's going to be a lot. It's going to be a struggle at the start of the season. You're going to be now towards the bottom because people are going to start learn, need to learn how they do. But you need to get the buy. So I would say as soon as this season stops, I'm getting those players to autograph their signatures. And then on on uh, uh, June the 1st, 
they'll be announced straight away. Leicester have signed, and we're already in training straight away together. We're learning each other. We're going to do it. I don't want to wait until the end of September or the 1st of September, should I say, to bring in these players. I'm bringing them in now because I need it. That's what I would do if I was Enzo. Big up my team. Interesting. (laughs) Very passionate there. Well, I, I, I just, I just feel that Leicester need to, to. It's, it's a revamp. It's a re, redesign. I mean, there's no point in trying to re-sign Vardy because, again, he's way past it. Vestergaard showed that he's not a Premier League, a Premiership player. He hasn't got the, you know, the, the standard to keep up the pace, the, you know, to do it. And, and again, he's been very fortunate that in the Championship he's been quality. And I, I'm saying that now he's been quality, but in the Premier League, I don't think he will. So he's got to go. You know, Doyle again, I don't think again he's going to be a premiership player right now. He may surprise us. There may be a, a coach out there that can get the best out of him. But right now he's not He's not somebody that's going to fit in there. You know, what Enzo really needs to do is get his contacts out and start looking for some players out there right to this moment and go, right, this is the player I want. Bam, 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 bam. He's going to compliment here. Get rid of him. We don't need to sign him. We're not going to pay a massive amount of fees here. Look at the Look at the free players out there. Get them in. As soon as we can, get them building up for next season. That's where I would be. I'd be looking at all the people that are on freeze and going, right, I'm going to get him in. I'm going to get him in. Bring him in. Start them training. Excuse me. And it surprises me every year the amount of useful players that are uh, available on a free. Well, it, 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 it is crazy. I mean, to think about it, if you, if you think, right, football right now is in a state of, of, of chaos. Nothing happened in the January transfer window because everybody's afraid of this financial fair play. So why not use the free list? You need players, go and get the free yeah, list. You're definitely. not paying huge amounts of money. Give somebody, I'm going to give you a six-month contract. It's going to be quite low, right? We could say, right, I can spend, you know, instead of spending 60 million on a transfer free, you can say, I'll spend 20 on you. That's it. And you've got 20 million you've got there. That's 60 million plus wages is that you've saved. You know what I mean? It's it it, it just it just, I just don't know. And if you bring them in at the right time, you can play them through. You can get them trialing with you. You can get them getting ready for next season. And I just think that works so much better if you get them into the thing and you can see them exactly. I bring in the freeze now. I'd be bringing in all the free players in now, getting them training with the first team, and look to see how they work. He looks nice. He looks good. He can do this. He can do that. Bam, bam, bam. He's my next season. You know, but this is what we're gonna do. <coughs> And it just, it just, it would just work so much better. But again, I'm not a Premiership manager. I never probably will be. But that's how I would do it. Definitely sounds interesting. It would be an interesting. Very that's different views do. between both of us. Oh, 100%. 100%. We'll always have those different views because we, we, you know, we're different people. Anyway, right. Moving swiftly on. We are coming to the end of the show. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. It has been a very rusty one. We will get, we say this every week, we will get better. There will be better weeks. Um, we are coming off some, I'm coming off some sad news and an illness. Dean's coming off an illness. Um, and I just want to say that, that you know, this has kept me going, trying to get this sorted out and do all this. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for all your support. And we will see you very, very soon next week. We will be back to our normal next week when we'll be back on a Wednesday because we're not playing on a Tuesday. Uh, so we'll be releasing this on the Wednesday next week, uh, which will be fantastic. Have you got anything you want to say, Dean? Yeah. Uh, no, except up the city. Up the city. Right. I'm going to say ta-ta, TTFN now, and he's going to say... Cheerio.